Welcome to Buffy Buffs, the show where we try to convince each other that they are wrong about their opinion on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I am Mark, and I hate Buffy the Vampire Slayer and think it's poo-poo-kachoo. Allison, what do you think about... I'm Allison, and I like... But she doesn't like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So sad. So sad. No, she does. Um... And every episode we review an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on an episode of Buffy Buffs. Is it confusing? Yes. Is it fun? No. Will you enjoy it? (laughs) Absolutely not. Turn off now and go away. But we're doing it anyway. Yay. Yay. I love my life. (laughs) In this episode we review The Puppet Show, which is Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 1, Episode 9... Yeah, episode nine. Um, but before we get into that, Allison. Yeah. How you been doing since our week hiatus, our one week hiatus we had to take after our bomb scare? Oh, right. I mean, that was pretty traumatic. I had to actually um, have like five therapy sessions in that one week in order to regain my strength to to continue this because, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. It makes sense. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Well. Considering the bomb was in my apartment. It was still sure. traumatic for me. Whatever. Whatever. If you guys are curious what we're talking about, just go back and listen to episode seven of Buffy Buffus. Buffy Buffs. Why did I say it like that? Buffy Buffus. Buffy Buffus. <sighs> go back to listen to the last episode we just did um, two weeks ago. Uh, but other than that, you doing good? I'm doing good. Well, cool. you know. I'm saying that to be polite. Oh. Well, I'm doing fine as well. Great. Cool. <laughs> um, this uh, little daylight savings thing's kind of been annoying. It's super dark right now, and it's only 540. Oh, yeah. Right we're recording now, so. this on the first, on the day it went back. Yeah, on the day of daylight savings. Yes. You would say it's, it's really daylight savings day. Time. Or it's time the end day. of daylight savings, technically. So we're losing right, daylight. Right, right, yeah. And I am going to cry. Um, this episode, The Puppet Show, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 1, was written by Dean Batali and Rob Des Hotel. Ooh, his last name's Hotel. He must make a lot of money. Getting all those hotel dollars. Everyone that makes a hotel has to pay him. I don't think that's how you pronounce that last name. Mm, yeah, it is. Hotel. And it was directed by Ellen S. Pressman. Do you pronounce that one different, differently uh, as well? Is it, I don't know is how it press, it's spelled, but is I... Is it pre mm. Okay, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, created by Jos Wahidon. Wow. That's his name. Um, Before we like get into this... Uh, episode you know people have criticized us before one person specifically who i will not name not just kidding you're right but they've criticized us about our forgetfulness to call charisma carpenter by her by her character name cordelia okay but her character name is cordelia chase and her her real name name is charisma carpenter yeah they're like it's like why didn't you just call her charisma it would have been fine with the character Mm would have still been like a you know snobby girl name i mean your name's charisma like i feel like that would even be better honestly 
That's just so weird. Charisma Carpenter, Cordelia Chase. Yeah, that's why I get them so confused. Like her name. Casually create like... catastrophes. Canceling cats got their canopies collapsing. Anyway. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> a little reference there for you. Uh, you find actors. No, it's it was a references to. Uh, never mind. I don't know what it is. What is it? It's alphabet aerobics. It's a song. Anyway. I don't know what that is. It's a rap song. You wouldn't understand because you're not cultured like me. Oh God. I'm the king of rap. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yo yippee yo yippee yo yo yay. You know, best rapper in the world, Will Smith. Point proven. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, we are going to get into this episode now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allison, overall, before we like give like our final review at the end, mm-hmm. which we will. Um, I think I just hit my mic. Sorry about that. I didn't Ears. hear it. But, uh, what'd you, what'd you, what's your overall take on this episode? I I enjoyed it. Hmm. What? How do you feel about it? I think it wasn't the worst. Okay. That's a good but review from you. But there's a few things that are definitely stupid. Okay, well, we'll get into that, won't yeah, we? We will. Um, so I was thinking maybe instead of like going through the entire episode step by step, yeah. we should do it like more review style. Sure. So yeah. we can talk about stuff if we want to, but you know, when someone's reviewing something, they don't necessarily go. So here's the start of the movie. It was it was fun to do for the first seven episodes, but I find myself kind of like trying to get through it faster now. Yeah, that's how I felt kind of when since ever since this existed. Oh. That's how I felt. Okay. Well, let's just give a premise. I'll just give the premise real quick. So, um, the episode is set around the time where they're doing a talent show at school. Uh, Giles is hired to oversee it because the principal says he needs to be, he needs to uh, communicate more with students because he's always in the library, um, never talk, never really having a relationship with any of the other students that are there besides the three that he hangs out with, which would be probably sort of creepy on the outside looking in. But he's in charge of this talent show, kind of coordinating it, and... There's this guy who has a ventriloquist dummy there who's one of the talent show contestants, attendees, performers. Let's go with performers. Contestants. I know, it's not a contest, though, is it? But that doesn't... Well, yeah, someone usually wins talent show. Nah, you're wrong. Oh. Um, so then his name is Morgan, and he has a ventriloquist act, which is him with a, uh, this dummy named Sid. And at first, he's, like, really bad at it. But then Sid uh, starts, like, talking by himself. And at first, everyone's like, ooh, he must be really good at it. But really, it's a spooky dummy. Or is it? Spoilers. Um, but everyone thinks, well, Buffy thinks it's a spooky dummy. Yeah. And uh, But she also said she's scared of, like, dummies, so... Right, and no one, no one's on board with her. Yeah. Um, and then uh, terror ensues, and of course, there's a monster, and it is revealed whether or not it is the dummy later. Um, but we'll get into that when we have to. But uh, just off the bat, so what was your what was your take on this whole premise that we got going on here? Were you like, ooh, dummy time, can't wait? Um, no. 
wasn't a big fan of the dummy his character what he did why he was doing it i really didn't care yeah also the dummy thing so played out and of course they try to give it a little bit a little bit of a twist but it's like and I, I'm, I'm maybe there's like some executive that's like smoking a cigarette and is like you need to have your uh your dummy episode kids like dummies it worked on the twilight zone it worked on goosebumps you gotta do it i remember it on goosebumps yeah yeah well goosebumps is probably the most popular one slappy slappy the dummy well he's like he's like the main the main uh villain in the goosebumps movie with jack black oh really he's like who gets him gets all the books together and stuff and like opens them all and coordinates that whole idea but yeah slappy's very very popular in goosebumps i think he's probably had a couple episodes on that show and a couple books, of course, because R.L. Stein doesn't stop writing things. Is he or she dead? He or she? Hmm. I thought it was a he. Probably. Is he dead? Oh yeah, it is. It is he. Is he dead? I'm I'm sorry. Are you asking me? You know, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I okay. have no idea. <laughs> well, he's dead. So anyway. <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, yeah. Whenever they first did the dummy, I was like, all right. I knew this was coming at some point. I knew they were gonna do a spooky dummy. And they try their best to make it unique, but the uniqueness of it doesn't really amount to anything. There's a twist later that is not really even sort of hinted at, and it kind of came out of nowhere, which I feel like is a bad twist, because it's not like, whoa. It's more like, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what you're doing. Yeah. Cool. So, Yeah. But overall, I agree with you. I didn't really care about the dummy's character at all. But I did I did enjoy the episode. I mean, I had fun with the Scooby gang and all them and It's a fun episode. Yeah. It felt a little funny enough. It felt a little bit more like childish than other episodes. Maybe it's just because of the dummy, I guess. It's like a high but... school talent show. Yeah, so it really felt like just any kind of Monster of the Week, like, kid show. Yeah. Like Goosebumps. It reminded me of Goosebumps or Eerie, Indiana. I was just like, yeah, all right. Cool. Spooky ventriloquist dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what about the whole uh, Morgan plot? Morgan is a person who, of course, had the dummy and was controlling him. And he kept getting these headaches. And everyone was like, oh, he's like. You know, he's under control of the dummy or something. What didn't add up, though... I mean, should we just get into spoilers? Because it's hard to kind of talk about without spoiling everything. Uh, Yes, I think you don't even have to say that. It it was like 20 years ago. It was over 20 years ago, actually. (laughs) May 5th, 1997. Wow. But basically, um, the dummy's not bad. He's actually a good guy trying to find the demon because they suspect that, uh, well, kids start getting killed. So, like, some girl gets her heart ripped out or cut out. And they're like, ooh, what kind of. Why would a demon need a knife? That right. doesn't He make would any have, sense. like, claws or super strength or something, some type of magic. Right. And then Giles, like, figures out, he's like, well, there, there is a demon that has to kill someone to retain a human form. So, if they're still in the human form, they wouldn't be able to do that. So, they would need a knife. And then Willow finds a book and is like, there's also a thing on toys and dolls being able to be possessed by demons and also need to get organs. 
So he's like, oh, it could be either one of those. But it's it's the first one. It's the demon with human flesh. It's that one. It's not the dummy. All right? Spoilers. So the dummy turns out to be good. And Morgan is this guy who's like who has it for some reason. Not really sure why. And then it's like, okay, this dummy turned out to be good. And he's actually trying to kill the demon. So he can be free because his soul has been trapped in this dummy and he just wants to pass on into the afterlife. But that doesn't really make any sense because Mormon, Mor- Mormon, 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 because Morgan was like freaking out the whole episode about the doll, but not in a way of like, oh, he's trying to kill this demon. It was more so like he was freaking out like he's making me do these things. I don't want to. And it's like, what was he making you do? He can do everything by himself. What do you make you do? like open his case? I guess put him in certain... Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, that part doesn't make sense. Yeah, he can walk and do everything by himself. Why does he need... I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. Any opinions to throw in, or should I just keep talking? Uh, Just keep on rolling. (laughs) Oh my god, do you have nothing to say? Um... I said what I had to say. Oh my gosh. Have you ever done a podcast before? No. <laughs> okay. What about the eight? I mean, the seven before this? I've done those. All right, cool. Um, so, anyway, the dummy is a good guy. He's with a Buffy, and he's like, hey, let's find this demon, let's kill him. And Buffy's like, okay. But for me, it just didn't like matter because the twist is as the magician kid. There's a magician in the talent show, and he's like he keeps messing up magic. But then it's like, oh, it's him. He's the demon, and then he just turns into the demon all of a sudden. Um. And well, the thing was, he killed um the Morgan kid. In his mm-hmm. brain, because he needed a brain, and he took the Morgan kid's brain, but he realized that he couldn't use it because Morgan had brain cancer. That's why he Which always had why. headaches and stuff. Yeah. But, um, so he's, I guess he was acting weird. So he's still on the hunt for a brain, and so he really wanted to get that brain, like, right away, so he turned into a demon to do it. Why does he wait till the last second? That's strange. I, I figured it was like, oh, he's running out of time, and he needs a brain right away before he turns into a demon again. But, I don't know. Oh, is I that guess what I just was? wanted a demon in the show. It's probably all it is. They're just like, hey, we need to show that demon. Make sure those kids see that demon, because it's going to be spooky, and we're going to get those ratings, boys and girls. Well, I think it's more so so people know that they were sure it was a demon, and not just some high school kid they killed. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. We have to kill this kid. So let's not kill a kid. Buffy doesn't need to be stabbed. Make him look unhuman. (laughs) Yeah, make him look like the the creature from the Black Lagoon for a second. And then stab his green body. I really feel like most of these costumes are left over from something else. That's what it seems like. But I don't know. They're just super, like, inconsistent, but in a weird way. I don't know. They don't feel like they're designed by the same person. Maybe they're not. Whose costumes? All the demons, like all the different demons and everything. They seem so 
Well, every demon's different. I know, they just don't seem like they match together. They're not like an army. They don't seem like they're part of the same universe, okay? That's what I'm saying. They look like a different production. But, you know, there are different planes of existence and dimensions. Uh... <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Um, so there's a new principal in this episode. We get to see the new principal, Principal Snyder. Wait, have we not seen him before? No. Yeah, we did. I don't think so. But I thought I remember them being like the episode after the other one got killed. Uh, my personal friend can learn her. Principal <sighs> Flutie. The one I know. Personally. <sighs> the one that I can contact at any time because I know him personally. That one. Uh, yeah. The one that I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... Just making sure I was confused. God, Jesus Christ. I anyway. Know him. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I know him. I'm pretty sure I remember the principal being introduced in the episode after that one, and they were like, "He was like, I'm not gonna let things, um, you know, go on that did before I got here." Cause and remembered, wasn't he like all at Buffy's ass about her like record? Ooh. <laughs> Am I making things up? Uh, Am I? No, I don't know. That might that might be true. I have no idea, to be honest. Okay. I don't remember. So you're probably right. <laughs> okay. Sure. Why not? Um, I will. I will say that first of all, your chair is making a lot of noise, but that's okay. I will say that. Um, sorry, I was moving. I know it's making a lot of noise. I'm sorry. Do I have to sit very still? It's preferable. Oh God. Jeez. Learn how to do, do a podcast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um. I will say I, I'm I'm happy that the principal at least said stuff this episode about stuff that like happened before. Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, why is no one mentioning the fact that we have cheerleaders that are bursting into flames and teachers getting decapitated and all this other stuff? Yeah. And Buffy's like, yeah, I don't know. But I'm like, no, that's a really good question though. I feel like someone in the writers' room went, hey, wouldn't someone mention this? Yes. <laughs> why has no one said anything? And they went, oh right, uh, just have this new guy say it. It's fine. Well, yeah, because he comes there and he hurt, hears these past things and he's like, what? That's totally odd. But it's like everyone in that town is like, no, it's normal. <laughs> I guess I it's know. like, I guess it's like an it sort of situation where it's like just it coming to the town makes everyone act weird. Yeah. So just the hellmouth being there makes everybody act strange. Yeah. But I don't buy that. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it's not real, Mark. What? <laughs> what are you saying to me? I did have a problem. This is a very small thing, but I did have a problem at the beginning of the episode whenever the principal is like, and where were you three last night? When they're talking to Buffy and Willow and Xander. Mm -hmm. And Buffy goes, we were killing a demon. She's about to say demon. Mm -hmm. And then like Xander like hits her or Willow hits her. And I was like, why did Buffy say that? Wouldn't that make more sense if like Xander said that? You just said Willow said that. No, Buffy said that. That's what I meant. Oh. Because she's smart and wouldn't just blurt things out like that? Yeah. Is that what she, you mean? I mean, Xander's usually the one to say like stuff about Vampire Slayer thing. Yeah. Oh, well, I, she's like, Xander, shut up. 
I feel like throughout the whole series, I've seen them all kind of have a slip of the tongue. Huh. You know. Maybe you should, like, I don't know, just make sure your characters are consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing in consistency, she was pinned down by a chandelier in this episode. Like, a chandelier fell on her, Mm -hmm. and she just couldn't move it for a while. And I was like, why? Because the writer don't want you to be able to move it? Because it was heavy. She had to try. It took effort. Can't do everything right away. But I feel like I could have lifted that chandelier okay well pretend it was really heavy and like made of really heavy iron or something even cast iron i mean she all she did was move it a little bit she didn't lift the entire thing and throw it off of her she just like moved it enough to like crawl out from under it consistency it's like a pudding consistency like a pudding you can't expect it to to be real life it's not. No, I don't. I expect it to be consistently written in real life. Is that a ridiculous thing to expect? But does everything have to be spelled out? Can't you make your own assumptions about things? Like, oh, she just yeah. had to build up the strength to do it. Oh, okay. You have to have them no. spoon feed it to you? No, my assumption is that they wanted, they conveniently just wanted her to be pinned under there for a second. So they just went, ah, she just can't lift it right now. When another episode, she can just totally has the strength to do that so i'm saying i'm not saying that it needs to be explained i'm saying that it's written inconsistently from what the character has been able to do but every scenario is different and she can be stronger on one day than the next yeah that's bad writing that's what i'm saying but that's just actual that i feel like that's more realistic no someone doesn't wake up and they're like i could lift 50 pounds yesterday but today only 25 so that's sad. Not, Tomorrow I'm able to lift hundred. That's not what it is. Sounds like that's it's not what I mean. Well, write your show better. Well, enough about the inconsistencies of Buffy's strength, even though it's annoying to me. Um. Oh, we didn't talk about who we're gonna have on episode fifty and episode hundred. <gasps> this is my favorite part. Well. On episode 100, we are going to have none other than Sarah Michelle Gellar. She already signed the contract. She said she's going to be on episode 100. She's definitely coming on the show. Yes. Allegedly. I have the contract all in my my shoebox with my passport and tax records. Very important stuff. Yes. Safe. <laughs> How do you keep something safe? Shoebox. Mm-hmm. It's allegedly in a shoebox. Yeah. <laughs> Try to no, find she, it she now, thieves. Yeah, no, she's she's definitely coming on. She is allegedly. And um, on episode fifty, Nicholas Brendan is going to be on as well. <laughs> when we give him one course of sewing, like a sewing class. Yeah, one free introduction to sewing. At, like, the community center where he lives. Yep. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. Wow. He said, I'll do it. But I really but I need this learn. sewing lesson. Just this yeah. one. <laughs> Just this one. Once I, get the, once I get the basics down, I can do anything. I can sew the whole world, <laughs> is what he said. He got really excited. He's really passionate mm-hmm. when he, you know, yeah, so gets, he's, gets his mindset on something. Yeah, he's going to be on. And then I'm going to ask... Uh, 
my personal friend Ken Lerner, who I know personally, who died as a person that I know. What? He's dead to me. His character died. <laughs> Principal Flutie, who I know personally, is a. Uh, I'm gonna ask him to come on. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Who knows? Who can say? I saw he was on the Goldbergs recently with uh, his son, who's a regular on that show, Sam Lerner. So they were like, they're like, hey, you should come on. And I, I don't know if he was playing his dad or not, but yeah, cool Very stuff. Cool. It's probably cool to work with your dad. Sounds fun. Uh, that doesn't sound fun. I would not want to work with my family. Hmm. Well, <laughs> hope you like are listening. More people would agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Annoying. Um, so how'd you feel about the twist in the episode that the, uh, not that the dummy wasn't real or wasn't actually evil, but that the, uh, uh, demon was the Mark character. That other kid. His name's Mark. It's both with an M-A-R-C, okay? I know. I noticed that on his, um, I don't know. What do you call those things where you put your assistant in and they like the magic boxes or something? Um, I don't know. Yes. It, the official term is a, uh, go poof box. It's uh, oh sorry that's not what it is it's a uh, Alakazam bye bye uh, box. Okay. Bippity boppity bye bye box. That's what it's called. Cordelia. Charisma. Chase Carpenter, is her full name. Too many C's. Too many C's. What is this? C's candy. So sad. Are you actually looking up what the magician's box is called? <laughs> yes. Why? It doesn't matter. It's a it's a box that they put an assistant into. They spin it around. They open up the door again, and she's gone. It's like a. I think the first one was like it was like a King Tut's tomb sort of deal. It was like a tomb. Yeah, I don't think there's thing. a name for it. It's just a box. Probably not a name for it. <laughs> no. Yeah, just a box. I told you it's a bippity boppity bye bye box. Oh my I God. Said that. Um, but overall, after they cut out. Well, I do want to say that the, the puppeteering for the puppet is yeah. pretty bad. Well, it's a kid doing it, it's a high school student. No, like whenever he's like alive. Oh. Like walking around, like stabbing things. Not very good. I thought it looked fine. Yeah, fine is a word I would use to describe it. Just fine. <laughs> Do you expect it to be excellent? Yes. Um, so there are some goofs and gaffes in this episode. We use BuffyGuide.com, unofficial sponsor of the podcast. Because they don't sponsor us at all, nor do they know about us, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> BuffyGuide.com. They have a list of goofs and gaffs for each episode, which is mistakes, blunders, sort of unexplained atrocities of cinema that are so horrific that any other show would be stricken from the record of television. Okay, what are they? Are we um, playing the game? <laughs> no, we're not playing the game yet. We're, we'll, we'll end up the episode review, but I do want to mention these just since we're still in here. Um... They said that, like, they think the chandelier would have probably cracked some ribs on Buffy if it mm-hmm. would have fallen on her, at least. Yeah. Doesn't really make, if it's heavy enough for her not to push it off of her, why would it not hurt her at all? Yeah. That's a small thing. Um, she has, they like, thought, Slayer 
healing. Yeah. Anyway, convenient. <laughs> um, so they say that uh, at one point Giles wants to see who's missing from the talent show to see who the actual demon is, and he yeah. forms like a circle. Yeah. And he does it for like two seconds. Well, no, that was the joke. So it was what did they call it? A power circle? It's a thing that performers yeah. do. You know, they get everyone together and they pump everyone up. Like, okay, we're gonna have an awesome show. And but he didn't know he didn't know what that was. And the dummy was like, "Do that." And he was like, "What's that?" So he was just kind of like, "Okay, everyone's in a circle." He the joke was that he didn't know what he was doing. I know that's the joke, but they still react to it as if they're like, "Well, we counted the heads and nobody was missing, so it's fine." You know, like they weren't like Giles. There wasn't enough time. How are we? How are we supposed to get a grasp on who was there and who wasn't in that five seconds? Well, there were not that many kids. I feel like, and since yeah. Buffy is in the talent show and she's been watching before she was in it, she knows everyone that's in it. So it's like you can figure that was, out pretty fast. All right, it's pretty fast, but okay, sure. That's not that's not the big of a deal. Um, they also mentioned that at the end of the episode, they fight the monster, the demon, on stage, mm-hmm. and then the curtains open, and then the principal's like, "I don't get it. Is this like some sort of avant-garde?" art piece like what is this because they're just standing there um but then someone's uh like wait was the demon's body still there yeah it was still there oh okay yikes he's like he's like what is this and then and the goofs and gaffs are like so the audience the extremely quiet audience didn't hear any of that right it was just a curtain like a curtain's (laughs) not soundproof no the curtain blocked all the sound all the screams and (laughs) terror (laughs) yeah so that is pretty dumb um, but what I realized is they don't, I feel like they don't actually put like real blunders in here, which is strange. But I noticed in the reflection, the boom mic and the crew in one of the scenes. Um, oh, if you're curious, you it's the scene when Giles is like carrying trophies right after Buffy goes to talk to Morgan and Sid alone for the first time. Then she goes to Giles and like they've been searching to see who was acting weird at the talent show to find out who the demon is. And then everyone's like, it's Morgan. Everyone said Morgan was acting strange. But then they're talking to Giles back at the school, and in the reflection of the door behind Buffy is a boom mic in the camera. So I didn't see that. A plus. Good job. No one caught that. Yeah. But overall, what do you give this uh, episode out of 10? And I will tell you what uh, Brian and Will, the regular correspondents at BuffyGuide.com, mm-hmm. Brian's usually a little bit more critical, but not that much. And then Will just loves everything that could ever happen in Buffy at any point. Might as well be you. <laughs> but uh, hey, I, I I I don't like everything. Yeah, sure. So out of ten, what do you give this episode? Um, I really enjoyed the gang. Like, I really enjoyed the gang in this episode. I guess. Um, so I would give it. A seven. Wow. I think that's Amazing. high. It's a little high. I'd give it a four. Oh. Yeah, I give it a four. Um, yeah, I think all the characters worked fine. They seemed to be having a good time, and it was a little bit more fun. And I was like, "That's kind of nice." Yeah, it was fun. But, that's why I liked it. Yeah, but the actual like. The writing of it, I thought, was pretty dumb, and all the twists didn't really amount to anything. 
Like I, I thought I thought it was kind of a neat idea that the dummy actually wasn't evil. I was like, that's sort of interesting and funny. But mm-hmm. the reveal of like who the actual demon was wasn't anything that was that great, so the ending kinda of just felt like eh. I had the same reaction as the principal did. I don't get it. Yeah. What was the point of this? To fill time? Uh, had an episode spot that, you to fill in? That is the point of television. I meant in the season. <laughs> anyway. Because it doesn't really progress anything at all. It's just kind of a... It's another one of those, like, just a random... It's like it's like what I always say. It's my least favorite episodes of X-Files. Where it's just a Monster of the Week episode. It's all right. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't do anything for the show itself. No, Like, as but... a whole... But if they're wanting the show to go on for as long as it did, that's what they needed to do. Yeah, but I mean, in later episodes, don't they have like a at least slight ongoing story that's kind of like underlined? Yeah, and I mean, this is just the first season. I know, but there's lots of shows that have great first seasons, so I'm not giving it a pass for being the first season. Okay, well, yes, everything is pretty much ongoing. Yeah, so that's how it kind of all the relationships people have with people, and I don't mean like, I just mean any type of relationship. Yeah, I mean for me, if you're gonna make a mystery episode, make a good mystery episode, and if you're just gonna do another demon, which I mean last episode we did was just a demon in a computer, Mm -hmm. but was another demon, so just like oh here's another demon. Bye. And more demons and and more demons. Well. It's just yeah. Buffy getting the grips on her new life right now. Right. There just wasn't much of progression. There's no progression. And I'm very progressive. Okay? So if there's no progression, I feel <laughs> Shut up. You are not oppressed. Progressive. I am oppressed right now. Um anyway, so on I oh yeah, I give it a four out of ten. I already said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian on Buffyguide.com gives it a seven out of ten. Okay. Matching right up with you. Yeah. Um, he says he really loves uh, he really loves Xander's brilliant pop culture references. Oh yeah, he did like a red rum thing and uh, what other and the usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't love that, but okay. And uh, Will gives it a ten out of ten. Wow. How? What, How what's is that his possible? Reasoning? Suspense. And a wooden puppet. You can't get better than that. That's the first sentence. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I disagree with you. You really think nothing is better than that? That is sad. (laughs) You have such a low bar. You must enjoy everything, though. So, hey, more power to you. I mean, yeah. That's all that matters. This episode was one of my personal favorites in a similar manner to the episode The Witch. Just when you think you you have it all figured out, you're wrong. No. No, I get that because I never would have guessed how this episode went where yeah but it wasn't it's like if i would have said like all right and at the end at the end of scream it's the milkman that you saw in the background twice you'd never expected it isn't isn't that great aren't i a great writer it's like and at the end it's actually the magician who's barely in the episode and really doesn't have anything to do with anything it could have been the juggler like who it was didn't matter but why does that you know what I'm matter because that's not like a good twist 
It's more so just saying like he's not yeah, saying it made him gasp and fall out of his chair. It was just kind of like oh, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Okay, interesting. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be some grand gesture. Shouldn't it be like written well as a mystery? <laughs> Why are you giving such a free pass to this? I don't understand. <laughs> Shouldn't it be a good mystery if we're gonna make a mystery episode? Okay, how how would you have written it? I don't know. I would have probably had a character in there that's not super obvious, but makes sense that they're the demon. You know? At least a little bit. Maybe one of his assistants could have been one of the people that were killed. I don't know. Anything. Yeah. But, like, just something that wouldn't be like, oh, that makes sense it's him. Because it's like, well, no no one ever, like, think that, so... Cool. Yeah. It's like, what if you were watching Clue? It was like, the murderer was nobody. It was a pizza guy who delivered a pizza. I'd be like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. That's your point. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, no one would see that coming because it's nothing. Yeah. It was nothing. He also said the episode was scary. So there you go. Well, maybe he's scared of puppets. (laughs) And he thought the Oedipus joke at the end was absolutely priceless. Oh, at the very, very end when they were doing the... Yeah. What was the joke? That they were, like, nervously doing it, I guess. And that Willow ran away. Oh. Nugget's scraping at the door. Can I let him in? (laughs) Scraping at the door? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little ghost writer... Uh, Jesus Christ, I'm too stuck on TV shows. It's a little Ghost Rider sequel, Spirit of Vengeance. Ghost Rider 2 reference for you guys. See, I made a reference, and it's hilarious. References are funny. Just look at Family Guy. That's how we get our comedy. What? I reference something. You hate Family Guy. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Just making a reference isn't necessarily funny. Except when I do it. I need more grease. Anyway. Oh my All right. God. That's <laughs> <laughs> so disturbing. Everyone go watch the Greasy Strangler. Oh, it's Prime. so disturbing. So fucking so, gross. That's the end of Buffy the Vampire Slayer season one, episode nine, The Puppet Show. Um, me and Allison feel pretty differently about this one. I enjoy it. Uh, you like? I had fun. It was a fun. Giving everything episode. a free pass and just go, and eh, it's all fine. And I'm like, no, it needs to be be better, be a better show. I'm not giving it a free pass. I'm accepting it for what it is. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, would you like to play a game, Allison? <sighs> I would love to play a game, Mark. Okay. Behind your eye, there's a key. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, see reference, hilarious. Only I do it. Okay, so uh, on Buffy Buffs, we do play a couple Buffy games sometimes, but the mainstay and the staple suggested by Allison's sister, Mrs. Miss. Sorry, she's not a Mrs. I don't know why I said Mrs. No, Mrs. Miss. Miss. Exactly. Uh. Okay. She's a real Mrs. Miss. Miss Caitlin. A real Mr.'s Mr. Sh- um, sh- 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 shout out 
to my girl, Caitlin. Oh my god, you're hitting the mic and stuff. Sirens are outside. Oh, there it goes. Oh, wow, two. Oh, you see it? Mm-hmm. A few of them. Are they in the neighborhood? In your complex? No, they're going past. They're going past towards Six Flags. Ooh. Hope someone Maybe Six Flags is on fire. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope it'll burn down. <laughs> I can build a better one. Anyway. Real. I, I mean, I've never been to that one, so. <laughs> I mean, it's actually one of the best ones, but I still oh. think it's stupid. Six Flags kind of sucks. Sorry to anybody who lives in a state where all they have is Six Flags. I apologize. I mean, I grew up only... Well, I mean, I went to other places, but Six Flags was... The Six Flags over Texas in Arlington. Like, that's where I always went. But that's why I don't really like Six Flags, because I went there so much as a kid, and I'm like, I really don't care to go back. Well, it's just, you know... Let's talk about theme parks for a second. Why not? <laughs> um, it's just the thing about theme parks is the theme aspect where six eggs is an amusement park like yeah they have some dc characters some scooby-doo stuff maybe but they never like capitalized on any of that like their warner brothers deal has rarely been capitalized on they have like superman ride and then a batman ride like a riddler or something in um but, texas they have a batman and a mr freeze and i think they yeah. have some new ones that are also that but then warner it's just brothers, like what's the theme of this one um it's big. Okay. Like the Texas Giant or the Titan. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. What about like the bobsled ride? It's like, what about that one? What's the theme? What I do never you mean? went we, on that. We bought this. We bought it from an amusement park uh, ride company, and we put it in our park. Well, that's the thing. I don't think it's a theme park. It's an amusement park. Yeah, There's which a I difference. think is just so much less interesting. Yeah, I mean, you it's know, not. Like... You definitely have different things going on and. People definitely gravitate towards one section of the place. Exactly. Think about the horror thing we went to, where everything was, like, themed. It was like, you know, even though there's some I like better than others, at least all the theming matched. And I was like, well, yeah, oh. Yeah, but that was a Halloween that's thing. Cool. That's different. That's like a you holiday thing. You do that thing. with rides. Look at Disneyland. Look at Universal. Yeah, but I think Six Flags, I mean, I have no idea, but I feel like it probably started out smaller, and so they didn't really have these things and then they just kept adding things and it just didn't I don't know do you know what I'm saying yeah I know <laughs> what you're saying I just I wish they had you know I mean you have Warner Brothers you have all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons all of them I don't know what that is and how many Looney Tunes things are there in the park I don't think there's any Looney Tunes things at, at Six Flags at least the one I've been exactly at least the one here there's a few over here but like barely Except, you know, they use it on, like, their logos. It's like Knott's Berry Farm. They have the rights to peanuts. How much Snoopy stuff is there? Uh, I don't know. One Snoopy statue? It's like, what are you doing? It's because they don't have the money to make something good, and if it's not going to be good, why make it at all? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, don't. Then <laughs> that's what they're doing. They're not. They just want to make the bigger and, you know, because Six Flags is all about breaking records. That's what they've always tried to do. Like, we have the fastest roller coaster of all time now. We have the tallest roller coaster I don't of all know, time. That's we, what have they the, did. we have the first roller coaster with a loop. It's like, neat. And I'm sure that was neat at the time. But at this point, it's like, we have the fastest one. So instead of going 60 miles per hour in 3.8 seconds, it's 3.6 seconds. And, and you like, will black out. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. 
How about you make a ride that's like cool? You know? Maybe theme something a little bit. Yeah, but that shit costs a lot of money. But they already it's have so the much rights. more expensive. It's so much more expensive to make it theme than to just build a rail. I know. Well, not yeah. They just buy buy a park, buy a ride design, throw it up in their park, and they're like, "We're done." Yeah. Make the queue. Put some ropes it's outside so much more expensive or some rails. To get all that extra stage stuff. I mean, that's so much but, money. I can only imagine. But so much more interesting. Yeah, but they don't have the money. They don't want to spend the money on that. They have too many parks is probably the reason. Uh, yeah, have, definitely. There's a lot of Six Flags. Yeah. <laughs> How many are there? Mm, let me find out for you. Okay, we should probably stop talking about Six Flags. No, I think people like this conversation. Okay, but but that's not, that's not what the podcast is called. It's uh, not yeah, called... it's called Six Flags Buffs. Oh, no. <laughs> there's, 20, there's 25. Wow. You know, Disney probably has like eight, nine. And that's all know. over the world. Yeah, exactly. Universal has four, three. I think they only have three. But anyway, I don't know. Just do better. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the game. So we play a game every episode um, suggested by Allison's sister. Miss Caitlin. Mrs. Miss. Mrs. Miss. Um, and the game is called To Die For, To Bury, To Die For, To Bury, To Die For, To Bury. What'll you choose? It's called Die For, To Die For, To Bury. Yeah, I think we gathered that, Mark. Yeah, basically on BuffyGuide.com, they list their two uh, two categories of dialogue to die for, which is good dialogue, or dialogue to bury, which they consider bad dialogue. Now, this is all the whim of some person who wrote for this one website so it's all opinion based but allison really is trying to guess if they think that it's good or not yeah not if she thinks that it is mm-hmm. so allison yes we are going to start with a line from cordelia okay all right. I have three for you this time, by the way. So here's the first. Cordelia says, I can't go out there. All those people staring at me and judging me like I'm some kind of Buffy. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think that is dialogue to die for? Ding. Or dialogue to bury? Is there judgment on just the writing or the way she delivered it? I don't know. I'm assuming it's just the writing. Huh. It's dialogue. Uh, I'm going to say to Barry. Final answer? Yes. You positive? Yes. 100%? Oh my god, yes. Drum roll. I was right. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, if you're confused, um, if it's wrong, I do the same noise. And if it's, well, if it's to bury i do daren't and if it's to die for i do ding so so he's not really going off of what i say yeah it's the just... ding is more for what category it was in yeah. not for whether she was correct yeah. or not yeah i know it's confusing but and i've get designed over it, it that way <laughs> um so yeah um cordelia said that uh yeah it's, it's to bury good job all right here's Thank the next you. one 
Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Willow says, once again, shut. (laughs) Once again, I've been banished. I've been banished to the demon section of the card catalog. Is that dialogue to die for? Ding or dialogue to bury? Bury. Okay. Well, first of all, she's saying banished, and like you banish demons, so that's funny. I'm being banished to the demon card catalog. That's what you look up in libraries, right? To see where your book is. Mm-hmm. Is that what that is? I believe so. Um, and the joke is I'm being banished to it. Cause right. Is that the, that's how I if interpret it. If you want to call that a joke, you definitely have the right to do so. Uh, <sighs> um, Let's say to Barry. Final answer? Final answer. Are you positive? Yes, I'm positive. Just fucking tell me. Oh my god. Ding! You're wrong. Damn it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I was going to go for that, but your reaction was totally swaying me the other way, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it should be in here either way. I don't think it's... Bad Notable. Or good enough. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of a nothing thing. All right. I have one more for you. Mm, okay. Principal Snyder says There are things I will not tolerate students loitering on campus after school, horrible murders with hearts being removed, and also smoking. To die for. Final answer. Yes. Are you positive about this Oh one? my god, yes. Ding! Yay! Good job. <laughs> you tried to trick me there and get me to change my mind. Two out of three. 66%. You basically failed. Okay. All right. Well, fuck you. <laughs> um, I don't think I wrote any fake facts this week, so I don't think we can play that. I think that's pretty much it. At this point, I don't know Fake if I have any facts. more to say. What do you mean? Oh, you yeah. yeah, we've done that. I don't think I wrote any fake facts. So, sorry, we'll have to do that next week. Mm. Um, but any parting words for um, the viewers, listeners at home? Dear, dear sweet listeners, there's oh probably five of you. At least. Wow, it's. It's amazing. Since we started, we've had an increase of infinite percent. It's quite incredible. What? Because we went from zero to five. That's not an Those... infinite percent. Sure it is. <sighs> not really. From nothing? How many times are you going to multiply zero to get to five, Allison? How many times, I ask you? I can tell you what, demon's not going to steal your brain. Because you're dumb. <gasps> How rude. <laughs> yes, right. I beg to differ. Right. Um, it's pronounced differ. Mm, or was it? Fucking if you're distinguished like me, I'm a mister's mister. Oh, I'm sorry. Will. Where'd you go to school? Your mom's house. 
<laughs> got me. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, if you'd like to ask us any questions, you are very welcome to do so. I didn't check this week, so I'm very sorry if anybody did. But you can tweet at us at BuffyBuffsPod or just use the hashtag BuffyBuffs. Or you can send it to us on Instagram or just comment on any of our pictures on Instagram at BuffyBuffsPodcast on Instagram. Use the hashtag BuffyBuffs on either one of those platforms, and we can also check that and see if you said anything about and if you want to send a really really long email you definitely can to buffybusspodcast at gmail.com any thoughts and questions that you have any criticisms you want to give they may be read out on the podcast and that's all I have for you tonight but ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for tuning in to there was no music in this episode. Buffy Buffs. The, no, there wasn't. There was no uh, huh. visit to the bronze. Yeah, no bronze. And... Okay, sorry. Unless you want to count Cordelia singing as music. Oh, I would not. <laughs> I would not do that. She was good at singing bad. Well done. Yeah. Oh, we can have a Nikki watch real quick. If you want to do that before we leave. Okay. Um, Just give me one second, and I'm going to find out what Nicholas Brennan is up to. He's a great guy, you know. Yeah, you better Nicholas watch what Brendan. you say. What? Better watch what you say. No, they come think, after you again. I think that he's calmed down. I hope so. But uh, just real quick of Nikki Watch. He was doing some sort of Halloween contest for some company called Hush Halloween. Mm-hmm. And if you win, you get an... A couple Nicholas Brendan pop figures. And some candy. And some candy. <laughs> and three <Look>. candy bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Look. looking at it right now. Look, Nicholas Brendan, I don't... <sighs> Listen. What you're doing is a great thing. Um, but if you live in the UK, Nicholas Brendan is starting his Kicking Depression in the Gutter Balls tour in two weeks. I think it's just Kicking Depression because I don't know if he's going to bowling alleys there. Uh, I think he's more so going to comic book stores and stuff. But I think he's bowling in a couple places, so go follow him on Instagram, uh, Nicholas Brendan. Or go to his website, NickyBrendan.com. Free promotion there for you, Nick, because we do like to poke fun at you. But seriously, two pop figures and some candy bars? Who are you? Also, he is very good looking. He looks very great. Now? Yeah. You think so? I think I'm more into old him than uh, young yeah. him. He's got sort of like a, like a, I don't know. I want to say like a Dennis Quaid kind of deal where like the older he gets, he kind of looks better. Or like a George Clooney. I feel like George Clooney looks more distinguished and gentlemanly the older he gets. Yeah. Like, oh, that's nice. Not like a Johnny Depp who's consistently getting uglier. <laughs> <laughs> You look like you're dying, Johnny. You look like you're on cocaine. You, well, you know, you may be. You look like you're on endless cocaine and you're dying. I don't know what he looks like now. I feel like I haven't seen him in forever. Just Google skinny Johnny Depp and it'll be a recent picture of him. I'm just going to type in Johnny Depp 2018. Terrifying. Terrifying, I say. I don't know what's happened to him. Oh, he looks like an old man on heroin. Yeah, exactly. 
He really does. Yeah. Even like looking at like the production stills from uh from uh Fantastic Beasts. It's like, oof. You look bad. Well, he's a uh, he's off of pirates, so they're done with that. Oh, well good. There were like what, 10 of them? They're rebooting it, so yeah. Um yeah, no, he doesn't he doesn't look great, but I still love you, Johnny. Not really, actually. You haven't been good in anything in a while. I feel like the last thing I liked him in was probably a Pirates movie. <laughs> I liked him in Tusk. Okay, yeah, but yeah, that was pretty Cause good. Because like, he seemed like he was having fun yeah, for the first time in like a decade. He was just enjoying himself. It's probably because he wasn't getting paid like $60 million, so it wasn't no. like, oh, I'm doing this, doing this for the money. He's like, oh, my daughter's in this. All right, this will be a fun thing to do. And it seemed fun. Seemed cool. Yeah. Johnny Depp's in a Kevin Smith movie. He probably is on heroin. Anyway. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love Kevin Smith. Are we done with this episode? Yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, Twitter at BuffyBusPod. Inst- Instagram at BuffyBusPodcast. Email BuffyBusPodcast at gmail.com. All the links are in the show notes and or description of this episode. Um Thank you for listening. Please rate us on iTunes or any podcast platform you're listening to. Give us those quick five stars. Write a little review like, ooh, these people are great. They're so lovely. It really helps us so much get boosted up in those in those lists and those numbers. We want to be a successful podcast. We want to be able to say, hey, should we start a Patreon and have that be a real conversation one day? But as of now, it is most certainly not because no one could give oh, one shit. No. <laughs> no. I'd be surprised if we got two cents a month. Yeah. Anyway, but as of now, thanks for listening either way. You know, it's not all about, we're not trying to do this for money, obviously. We got jobs. We got families. We got kids to support. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got something to tell me? <laughs> yeah, I do have animals. Yeah, see, Elson's got animals. Yeah. But it's fine. But hey, if They're you guys crazy. do want to make this show more popular, even just telling a friend like, hey, you like Buffy. You might find this interesting about two people who just bicker about nonsense and this one guy who's an asshole who hates it for some reason. Yeah. That's the best pitch yeah. you can give. Totally so, an uh, asshole. I mean, what? I don't need your help. I'm doing the next episode alone. No, Solo no. podcast. <laughs> you'd, you'd probably do better than I would do with you. So <laughs> I, li- I listen to a couple solo podcasts, but they're not my favorite things in the world. I, I've listened Gotta to them when it's, like, usually two or more people, and then, like, someone's gone, and so it's just, like, okay, I'm doing this by myself this week. Yeah, you that's know? what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, it's all right, but... Yeah, not my favorite. The banter. We come for the banter. Come for the, the, the human communication. And, uh, communication. Communication. What? What? We come for the unication. <laughs> oh Alright, we're dying. Yeah, we're <laughs> burning up in the fire, aren't we? Yeah, it's it's bad. If people haven't turned off by now, they most certainly did just a second ago. <laughs> but thank you for listening either way. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.